Hi, this is the House Call Doctor's quick and dirty tips for taking charge of your health, and I'm your host, Dr. Madge. For both women and men, hair loss can drive us to tears. Although the physical symptoms can range from serious to benign, the cosmetic problem is bound to leave us devastated. So what can cause hair loss to suddenly happen? Here are the top 10 causes of hair loss. Number one, thyroid disorder. The thyroid gland, which sits in the middle of the neck, regulates our metabolism and more. So when it shuts down and produces less thyroid hormone, it also shuts down everything else. And this causes us and our bodies to slow down. We can become fatigued and depressed. Our gut can slow down, causing constipation. Our skin can dry and our hair can become brittle and our fall out. Number two, traction. Believe it or not, tension on the hair shafts from tight ponytails or braids can actually strain our hair follicles and cause hair loss. It seems too easy to be true, but nevertheless, if you tend to wear your hair up, let it loose for a change. Number three, stress. We can't blame stress for every little medical problem. However, this is one of those real causes of stress. Experiencing a traumatic, stressful event can cause hair loss three to six months down the line. However, if it is truly from stress, it is reversible. Therefore, the hair that is lost will eventually regrow once the stressor is removed. Number four, medications. Chemotherapy, anticonvulsants, hormones, and lithium are some of the more common hair loss culprits, as are some other antihypertensive and cardiac drugs, such as amiodarone, which is an antiarrhythmic, captopril, which is used for high blood pressure, or propanolol, which is used for a myriad of things, such as high blood pressure and even migraine headaches. And cholesterol-lowering drugs. These are all culprits of hair loss. Number five, chronic iron deficiency. Well, menstruating women comprise the greatest risk for iron deficiency, which is manifested by anemia. A simple blood test can detect this one. Strict vegetarians who seriously lack iron in their diet can also become anemic, and we always worry about those over the age of 50 who lose microscopic but chronic amounts of blood in their stool. So, if you end up becoming anemic, please make sure to follow up with your physician. Number six, autoimmune disorders like lupus. That's a prime example of an autoimmune disorder that can wreak havoc on the scalp. Autoimmune disorders are those in which the body produces specific proteins that attack various body components, such as the joints, let's say in rheumatoid arthritis, the pancreas, in type 1 diabetes, believe it or not, and the thyroid and Graves' disease. People with some autoimmune disorders can also erroneously produce proteins that attack the hair follicles, thereby causing alopecia, which is the term used to describe hair loss. These disorders, however, tend to cause a distinct patch of hair loss rather than a diffuse all-over one. Number seven, tinea capitis. What is that? 
Well, it's more common in children. These are fungal infections that can wreak havoc on the scalp, just as they can elsewhere on the skin, just like, let's say, jock itch in the groin, diaper rash in babies, athlete's foot in the feet, etc. Like autoimmune disorders, they also tend to cause distinct patches of hair loss, not just diffuse all over. Number eight, polycystic ovarian syndrome. This is a topic that I've visited more than once prior, and it's a hormonal imbalance that ultimately causes an increase in testosterone levels in women. And this elevation, besides sending menstrual cycles out of whack, causing acne and growing hair where it typically doesn't belong, it also tends to cause diminished hair growth on the scalp, while an increased hair growth elsewhere, that hair is less often flourishing in women. Number nine, pregnancy. Well, women often report an increase in scalp hair growth during pregnancy, but after the birth is a different story. The hair can shed and then some. However, most women do tend to return back to their pre-pregnancy hair status. And lastly, but definitely not the least, is genetics. By far the most common cause of hair loss in both women and men is genetics. It's termed alopecia androgenetica. The pattern of hair loss is often diffuse, meaning all over. There are no distinct patches. Look at your mom and your dad or your siblings to determine your family's inherited pattern of hair growth and loss. Unfortunately, how much hair you lose largely depends on your genetics. So there are certainly other less common causes of hair loss, such as syphilis, which is a sexually transmitted infection, trichotillomania, which is a psychiatric etiology of hair loss, etc. That must be considered, but by far the top causes stated are the ones that doctors tend to consider when evaluating a patient with alopecia. A visit to your primary care physician is really enough to rule out many of them. Another benefit to having a strong relationship with your primary care physician. Well, share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest pages. And if you learned anything here today, or if you simply enjoy all things medical, you can also listen and subscribe to the House Call Doctors podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. But please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. It doesn't substitute any medical advice and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. So please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. Stay healthy and catch you next time.